0: Learn more at marines.com. You're listening to CLNS Media, powered by betonline.ag. Go to clnsmedia.com slash roll. Use our promo code CLNS50 for 50%
1: off your first deposit. Back with another episode of the Causeway Street Podcast. Joseph Pavone here alongside Sean Ducher. We got Joel Pavone calling in from the campsite of somewhere in New Hampshire. I'm not exactly sure where Joel is as we speak. It's
0: like an episode of Hostel. <laughs>
1: Maybe he'll I hope not. Maybe he'll fill us in when he joins us in a few minutes here. But man, let me tell you, man, Danny H boy, does this dude know how to maximize opportunities here, man? Generating cap space via a sign and trade to, to to bring in Kemba Walker, sends away Terry Rozier. Brings in Ennis Cancer for what, for what I call the Aaron Baines contract, essentially. Was cheap. It was cheap. And we were talking last week how that's going to be at least 10 $11 million a year. No, $10 million for two years. I love it. Love the deal. I know we weren't so high on Ennis Cancer, but for $5 million, for one year, yeah. you take that, right, Sean? Yeah, sure, sure. Sure. <laughs> so we'll we'll get more into that. Okay, we'll get more <laughs> into Sean's reaction to that. We'll also discuss uh, Sean. You got to make your final plea. All right, this is the episode where you do it, Demarcus Cousins. Okay, I'm telling
0: you, man, it's got to happen.
1: If there was ever an opportunity for the Celtics to acquire Demarcus Cousins, it is right now. It is now or never. Mm-hmm. The veteran's minimum. Sure that's is. that's the only option at this point.
0: And it seems like there's no market for him. So, you
1: know, if Danny wants him. That's right. That's right. Danny that's wants right. Him. If Danny wants him, this is the time to get him. And, and Woj put that report out there. No market for Demarcus Cousins right now. He is still a free agent with no reports of where he's going.
0: I don't know. I don't know. It seems like, you know, if you guys have been listening to the Cosmo Street podcast, you know for any amount of time
1: at all. It's been six years you've been talking about this. Yeah. Almost six years.
0: Yeah, pretty much pretty much six years. Six years I've Since been, we I've been started making this the same fucking plea. <laughs> Sign Boogie Cousins. Trade boogie, trade for Boogie Cousins. Nope. 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 Oh, you get tra- Nope. <laughs> not for the Celtics. Oh, a ve- oh. <laughs> uh, middle level exception? Nah, not for the Celtics. Chill.
1: Nope, nope. Nah, not not for we're good. Da- we're good. Not for Jamarcus Cousins.
0: No, nah, we're good. We'd rather have fucking Daniel Tice. <laughs> Great. He's coming know. back for two more years. Either way, this is the last time I'm going to... And I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to take a little bit of Tim's advice. I'm not going to say no more about it, man. <laughs> I made my plea on Twitter today. Tweeted at Boogie. Tweeted at Danny. Make it happen. Make me a happy guy.
1: I think you planted a seed with those two. I, I think that tweet might have done it. I, I, I think it's going to be... I will take credit if it happens. They're thinking about that tweet now.
0: And if it fucking happens, <laughs> the next episode of the Cosmo Street Podcast... <laughs> oh, it's a party, huh? ...will be... The most lit episode of the Cosmo Street <laughs> podcast. Joel's going to have to. Joel's gonna hate me by the end of it, man. He's gonna hate me if Joel comes in and starts going, "This is a bad this He's not gonna fit." I'll, I'll oh knock, I'll, man, I'm probably gonna knock him out.
1: It's gonna be I'm it's gonna, gonna, knock gonna him be a, it's gonna be some some furniture moving.
0: It could be the last episode of the Cosby Show
1: Podcast. <laughs> at the same time. It could make or break the Cosby Show Podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but other than
1: that, other than that, the Celtics moves up to this point. No, I like the squad. I like the squad too, man. I I'm, like the I'm, squad. I'm too. all in on this squad because you know what? No one is putting these high expectations for this team to come out of the East, right? Also, you have a group of guys who essentially there's no like, okay, I'm the superstar of this team or, you know, this is my team. You know, like we talked about a little bit last episode about how Kemba Walker and, and Jason Tatum, at least in my opinion, it's like 1A and 1B in terms of like quote-unquote whose team this is. But you know what? I don't even think that's the case with these guys. I don't think that should be the mindset if you're Brad Stevens with this group because I think – So much talent is here in a sense of uh, potential, whether we're talking about Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, even Kemba Walker. Like, I know Kemba Walker is is approaching 30 uh, sooner than than the other two that I just mentioned. But I just feel like they have all three of those guys, essentially. And, of course, Gordon Hayward, who I think is the most important in the sense of how far this team goes. I think they all have so much to prove, but without all that pressure that they had a year ago. Well, yeah.
0: I mean, we've said it. Time and time again, well, I've, I've said it, and I think everyone's sort of come around to it now, addition by subtraction with Kyrie Irving. Uh, you're bringing, you're, you're allowing this team to grow. Like, you're allowing now Tatum to spread his wings. You know, Kemba's going to be a great fit on this team. There's, if anyone, if anyone out there, and I heard people on the radio today, which is, which is absolute bullshit, but if anyone out there thinks that Kemba's not going to be a great fit on this team, you're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. He's a, he's, he's a guy that can score the basketball, which at times we found last year and the year before that. What was the biggest knock on the team when Kyrie went out? Who's going to score the ball? Mm-hmm. Right? You have a prolific scoring guard that isn't a head case. You know what I mean? It's like that that's exactly what this team needs. So you can have him carry the team at times, he'll be okay. With Gordon Hayward carrying the team at times, he'll be okay with Tatum or Brown or whoever's on that young core carrying the team. There's not any. There's not any clash of personalities that mm. I see. I think Ennis Cantor, for what he lacks on defense, he brings in team chemistry.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's a great locker room yeah, guy. Yeah, I from can everything see him just
1: getting along with all those guys. I like yep. that personality aspect of that of yep. that signing.
0: And and he can score on the offensive end too. So I mean, in rebound. I mean, let's not forget this team can't rebound neither. Yep. That's now, right. and you lose Al, who was our best rebounder, and you gain actually a better
1: rebounder. That's right. And a better offensive rebounder, yeah. definitely, too. That's one thing he does better than Al, Al Horford. I mean, he's not Al Horford. He's, you're not going to get the same kind of production on both ends of the floor that no, you, you won't. saw from Al. You won't but that. from a rebounding aspect, which is the Celtics have never been a really good rebounding team, even dating back to those years of Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett. But I think that it can make a huge difference for this team in terms of for second chance opportunities, for momentum. I mean, you look at how many teams in the NBA are able to capitalize on their top rebounder. When's the last time we saw a Celtics player who averaged double digits in rebounds? It's been a long time. Kevin Garnett. That's it. And Kevin Garnett averaged double digits the year before he became a Celtics. So that's, we're talking about Eric 12 Williams, maybe? years ago. I can't believe that even happened 12 years. I can't believe it's been 12 years since Kevin Garnett first signed with the Celtics. Like, nice. that's how long it's been.
0: world is fucked. I
1: know, for real. That's how I feel.
0: I, I, feel <laughs> like, I, I feel like, I mean, I don't even know. Even in those scrappy teams where you had, like, Eric Williams getting boards, he never averaged double digits. Oh, like, I think Tony Petit was the best, best Tony rebounder. Tony was like seven. He was pulling
1: down, like, seven boards a <laughs> yeah. night. Yeah.
0: I mean, maybe. Right? Ra- Did Rafe? No. No, 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 no chance. Yeah, we probably. Uh, trivia question for all you Celtics fans out there. Yeah, get back to us. Come on, look it up. Who's the <laughs> last guy to average? If I should be like someone last year, man, we're just fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like Aaron Baines Bra- averaged. Greg Monroe, year.
1: bro. He averaged nine <laughs> rebounds last year. No. But you know what, man? You look at what Kemba Walker's been doing already, you know, already in the city, already talking to fans, already at the Auerbach Center. Uh, one day after the, the agreement, you know, Monday, he's spending the day in Boston. And, of course, his article on the uh, Players' Tribune, man, talk about a guy who's already fallen into the hearts of these Celtics fans, man. Not only does he talk about what he plans to do in Boston and what kind of leader he's going to be, he's taking shots at Kyrie Irving, okay? So what a way to win these fans over from the moment you agreed to sign with the Celtics. Taking shots at Kyrie, direct shots too, okay? He might as well have been like, you know what, guys, I'm not going to promise to go off in the playoffs and not do it. (laughs) I'm not going to, you know, complain about everything that has to do with the organization. I'm not going to give props to the opposing head coach after they beat us. Like, he might as well just gone down the list of things that Kyrie did that pissed off The South only States. thing
0: I was looking for was him to be like, "I also love Thanksgiving." I would have <laughs> yeah, right. been all over that, man. <laughs> the Earth is it's, not and flat; and, <laughs> round and Thanksgiving is a gr- is the best
1: holiday. Like, what? I'm never going to shout out anyone off the court or get overly negative. Like that's a yeah. direct shot. That's not even like close to being like, uh, maybe he was talking about Kyrie. No, no he, he was talking, is about talking directly about Kyrie, and he's telling you, "Hey, Celtics fans." I was watching from afar. I saw how shit went down last season.
0: Yeah, and he that's I think that's probably one of the reasons why he came here.
1: Definitely. Like I 100% because he, he, he believes in as, the rest of the team. I think
0: he sees it as, wow, how the fuck did Kyrie screw that situation up? How did you fuck up? that up? Exactly. You guys had the that's best exactly team in the league thinking. and right. you mean I can go from the Hornets to there? You kidding me?
1: That's that's easy. I mean, mine is Al Horford, but the rest of the guys are still intact. The rest yeah. of the is still yep. intact. Yep. Sign me up. I can't wait for this if, challenge.
0: If you if you had seen if you had talked about this team last year, with Kyrie, with no Al, you still would have thought it was a championship contender. Absolutely.
1: Well, before, yeah. before, the, start the, before the start of the season. Before the start of the season. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah. You're
0: looking at the same thing now, pretty much. You got to work on the depth,
1: you, don't, you know, but that's it. I mean. The depth was a problem last year, though. I mean, Kawhi's a big question mark, though. That's the thing. And in my opinion, I'm not quite sure this team is better than the Bucks. I know they lost Malcolm Brogdon, mm-hmm. but that team is still dominant because they have Giannis Antetokounmpo, which I, you, the player you call the best player in the NBA. Uh, so.
0: yeah. But I, I think so. So let let's get into oh, it. Oh,
1: next to Kawhi. I don't know. I don't, I don't know where you are in that conversation anymore. After you and Tim went at it last episode, I don't even know where you fall in this conversation. I, I think it's one A, one B. It's between, always one A, one B between Kawhi and 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 Giannis Kawhi, for the best Kawhi player is in the NBA one right
0: now. Giannis is one A.
1: All right. Okay. Kawhi's number one. MVP, MVP Finals MVP and League MVP. Yeah.
0: You and and uh, that tells me I was fucking right, by the way, because they both won MVPs this year. So. Whoever you had wasn't the best player, in their top twenty-five. Just want to put that out there.
1: So this team can be the best team in the East. Let me tell you, they can come out of the East. Let
0: me, let me. I'm not
1: sold on it, man. I'm, I'm getting there. I'm warming up to this team. Okay. And and obviously it's still way too early, but I like where this team is going.
0: So I, as you know, I am a firm believer in Jason Tatum. I know some people aren't as high on Jason Tatum as I am, but I, I, I truly think he's going to be. Uh, a top 10 player in the East this year. This year? In the East. Wow. I mean, I. mean, That think would
1: put the Southers in a really good position to, he to, will, he to will come be, out of the East. He will be case. an
0: all-star. I think he will be an all-star this year. I think he's going to make that leap. Now, I have a lot of faith in that. Now, I get it if people are tentative because they want to see it happen first, but looking at the way he plays and looking at how last year and how everything got to him and To be honest, you can't put too much of that on Tatum just because sophomore slump, that's a big thing. Mm. That's a hard thing to fight off on a team where you're relied upon to be the number one scorer or you're relied upon. But especially when you have such a dysfunctional group like it was last year, (laughs) how is he supposed to make that leap in year two?
1: Even before the dysfunction unfolded. I feel like the pressure alone of having to come out of the East now. Kyrie is healthy now. Hayward is healthy. I think that also played a part as well.
0: Yeah, I do. I think he had to fight. Feel like he had to fight for for minutes. Had to prove himself. Um, A lot. A lot of it happened. I think. I think you're going to see a gigantic leap. So if 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 I'm right, I you know feel like I should be. Then you're going to have Kemba and Jason Tatum. Leading a team that not far behind them you're carrying Jalen Brown and Gordon Hayward, who you know are arguably you're gonna you're gonna start ranking players midway through the season. You could have four of the top twenty five players in the Eastern Conference right there hands down, I think like the East is where they can they can make the leaps and bounds, so I have them as a lock to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. I think there's still a lot to it's, a, it's going to be a lot to say they could beat the Bucs at this point, but um I, I want to see how that loss of Brogdon is going to be for them. I want to see how the loss of Miretic is going to be for them. They didn't really do much to replace them. Um, Giannis played his first season where he went deep into the playoffs. A lot of question marks up in Milwaukee. They didn't get much better. So we'll see, but I, I, I think that the the Celtics are a lock for the Eastern Conference Finals, man. They're, They're
1: a minimal. lock. You're saying that already. I don't know. Yep, man. lock it know. in,
0: lock it in. Boogie comes, NBA Finals, man.
1: Well, this is where I feel about Jason Tatum, okay? Because if you look at the track records of other perennial All Stars in the past, other top ten guys like you say he's going to be, right? In the past, this is the year it this is the year, is the year it happens.
0: We've talked about that, and 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 I think that coupled with the sheer offensive firepower this team has in their starting lineup. I don't see how, granted, it's going to be tough to slow down Giannis. Mm. What team in the league in, is, is going to be able to keep up with this many offensive studs? Like, from one through five, you've got everybody from one through five can score the ball and score the
1: ball proficiently.
0: How are they going to keep up with that?
1: That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah, if, but if, how many points you giving up, though? That's the thing, man. Al Horford on the defensive end is a big loss. And we'll, we'll get to him in a little bit, too. You know, we'll talk about what, what that means for Philly. I mean, all of a sudden, Philly's gotten better. You can't look at what happened without Horford going nope. there and say that team hasn't gotten better. Nope. They're, they're better now. I'll say that right now. They're a better squad right now. No, they're not. they 100% no, Why, because they lost J.J. Riddick?
0: No, they lost. So hear, hear, hear me out. The exact thing that I said about the Celtics one second ago is the exact opposite for the, for the 76ers. Who the hell is going to score on that team?
1: The same way they've been scoring. It's a well balanced no. attack.
0: Jimmy Butler and JJ Redick were their two best offensive players in the playoffs last year.
1: In the playoffs, that's true. But then you look when out, it counted. Yeah, but you knew they were going to choose between Butler and Tobias Harris. Now Tobias Harris, don't sleep with Tobias Harris, man. This guy. Do you remember what he did last year in the beginning of the, in, of the season? If he can sustain that Tobias all year long, he can. That that's a very scary team. Nah. Alongside Joel Embiid, of course, barring any injuries. And then now you have Al Horford, who's sort of your playmaker, your point forward, who can not only get you buckets but can get you stops on the other end.
0: That team's going to average eighty points a game. You're crazy. How man. how are you? Thi- Al Horford's not an upgrade offen- on the offensive end.
1: Opponents are going to average like ninety points against that team. What that team has gotten very better defensively.
0: Sure, but they can't score, and and I don't think you can trust Tobias Harris. How much do they pay that guy? A lot. A lot. <laughs> Is he a number one player? Is he not, no? He's he's a number three on on a on a contender i don't think he's the number 3 on a championship squad that team lost a great player in jimmy butler an excellent top 5 shooter in the league and jj redick and replaced it with al horford it just it seems like they're playing like if this was the 90s bro they'd be they'd be dope but they can't keep up in You're today's crazy, nba man. with this lineup
1: see, see, so I, I was you, huge on the
0: sixers you, last you year you
1: sound like what a lot of Celtics fans are going to sound like Throughout the course of the next season, all of a sudden, Al's not going to be as important. All of a sudden, Al's important. The hypocrisy of Celtics fans when it comes to Al Horford is going to it's going to be hilarious all year long about how ha ha you guys paid a hundred mil for this dude and he's not worth it. Oh, he's overrated. Oh, he's he, he's average. Look at his numbers. No man, when it comes down to it, the intangibles, what he does for what he did for the Celtics the last three years. I mean. The Celtics don't get, they don't make two appearances in the Eastern Conference finals without Al Horford. Put it that way, to, to put it, to pull it bluntly, I guess.
0: They also don't make two appearances without Isaiah Thomas.
1: Isaiah Thomas is only responsible for one, but <laughs> I, I, I get what you're saying. I mean, without a, a, a score, I guess what you're saying, without a top guy. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I think that
0: Al fit the Celtics system very well. Now, if they use Al the same way they used him in Boston, yeah, I think it will make a difference down there. Now, if they expect him to score, if they rely on him, like, I think that Boston is, it was, was, other than Lou Loney, I think Boston could understand what his value was, right? Now, we also paid him $30 million from age 29, 30, and 31, right?
1: The best years of his career.
0: They're paying him $25 million for age 32, 33, 34, or whatever it is, right? Yeah. Thirty-three so, to
1: thirty-seven.
0: There's going to be a lot more scrutiny on that contract. There's going to be a lot more pressure for him to perform on the offensive end. The intangibles at that point, they're not with him, man. That's not going to cut it on that team.
1: Were you surprised by that? That he went to Philly? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. I see that shit coming. What surprised
1: you the most about free agency? Ah,
0: the biggest shocker.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, Durant.
1: Yes. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah,
0: Durant, definitely. Durant, because. How the hell did Kyrie Irving convince him to, to, to go
1: to Brooklyn? Yeah. I can't believe that.
0: It just doesn't make. It, it. I guess I get it, but. Like, that shit was so tampered with. It's not even funny. Yeah. Like, that's Crazy. Hey, you know what? Something else I started thinking about today, and this is sort of going back to just shitting on Kyrie. By the way, we should make Fuck Kyrie t-shirts <laughs> and see how many we can sell.
1: I think that'd be a great seller. <laughs> that would be a huge seller in this city. Are you like, kidding me? Like, the most hated athlete in Boston? Yeah, why, has, gonna, why haven't I seen gonna, Fuck Kyrie t-shirts? I think Kyrie, the Fuck Kyrie shirts will be right up there. If not, well, we have, to wait. we have to wait a couple more years to see how much the hatred builds up in terms of how good the Nets are going to be. But if we're putting... Fuck Kyrie shirts neck and neck with uh, Jeter, Jeter Sucks. sucks. Yep. Like Kyrie could beat out Derek Jeter in, in, in terms of uh, uh, Boston sports swag. I think we should. Anti-New York swag.
0: I think we're, we're in the middle of printing those Causeway Street shirts. Fuck that. Just make Fuck Kyrie shirts, man. Put the Causeway Street logo on the front. Fuck Kyrie on the back. It's done.
1: I think you're going to make a couple phone calls after you get off this podcast. Let's do it. <laughs> make some money. Okay, so. I just can't believe he convinced him, man. And, and, and nothing, nothing, too, man. Like, if you, let's just say hypothetically five years from now, those two a championship, right? Durant comes back. All is well. He's, he's, he's close to who he used to be. And they win it all. Okay, Kyrie, you, you, you won championships with two of the greatest the best basketball players of our players generation. Of our generation. Yep. Sweet.
0: Two of the top three.
1: Like, you made this huge fuss about wanting to get out of LeBron's shadow. You wanted to be the guy, and you're going to do it for two years, one in Boston, like- one in Brooklyn, and then Durant comes right back and saves the day? He's
0: orchestrating it. Maybe that's what he feels like. I don't know. Hey, so by my Kyrie point, so this is my big thing. I think
1: I would respect him more if he went to Brooklyn by himself. But do
0: you think? Then again, Brooklyn might not even wanted him by himself. I'm going to get really weird right now, but I started to think about it today when I was driving home. Do you think that last year was a social experiment by Kyrie?
1: No, I think he was all in. I just think he didn't like Listen, anything about the city, though. Think about it now. What he said at the beginning of the year. If y'all will have me back. Or well, you think he was trying to butter, up, on, butter, up, the, here. butter up the fans and the media? No.
0: I think what he was doing is legit seeing. I think when once he said that, he was like. My goal this year is that Boston won't have me back. So I can get out and do what I want to do. Everything that he did, the childish moves, he knew was going to rub Boston the wrong way especially. By the end of the year, after all the shit that he did, in the playoffs, and he's failed at the playoffs, which looks like he wasn't even trying
1: in the playoffs. Mm, the, la- uh, the last game, I, I, I give him that. I, what I gotta watch the tape, I guess. But he what he- was legit? Everyone in Boston saying, "Screw Kyrie, we don't want fucking
0: Kyrie back." Yeah, he won. That's what he he did everything this year to make it so that he could look back on that statement and be like, "You guys didn't want me back, man." You
1: know what I mean? I said that if at the beginning of the year. I said, if you guys want me back. Yeah, but why make the Nike commercial? Why you, talk about, oh, I want to be the only subject to experiment. wear the last <laughs> one to wear number 11? And- He's a
0: fucking maniac. He literally took Boston and used us as pawns. Used yeah. all the sports fans, all the media, Danny Ainge, used them as pawns to say, hey, let's see how fucked up the human mind can be when you fucking about I love <laughs> Stupid fucking Kyrie bullshit. Like, it hit me today. He fucking did That
1: would be a Kyrie thing. He
0: that. did that. As an experiment last year. No, that was, and, he, and, he, and he literally proved his theory right. If he would have just said, yeah, man, I'm resigning signing here next year. Okay, fine, because you're an NBA perennial all-star superstar. What team wouldn't want you back? When he said that, I was like, why wouldn't we fucking want you back? Yeah, of course. But in his mind, I think he was thinking, I'm going to fuck this shit
1: up. Uh, no, I think he got scared. That's what I think. I think he realized that the challenge was going to be harder than he than he thought. And then with the team and the, and, and, the, and the young guys, he didn't mesh with the team and the young guys. They weren't going anywhere. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum were getting traded anytime soon. He wasn't a big fan of the coach. Never, almost never gave props to Brad Stevens. I think he's, he's complimented him once throughout the year. Wasn't a fan of the media. and was just like, I need to get out of here. And you know what? If he really cared about bringing a championship to the city, he would have stayed, but I think what Kyrie is afraid of is failing. Kyrie's is afraid of, at the in the end, he doesn't deliver, and everyone's is, is upset, and all of a sudden he's the he's the guy who couldn't get it done. And, and how many more opportunities would he have to go to a team like Brooklyn and, and and play with someone like Durant? You know what I mean? Like I just think he was scared to fail, and he knew that if he failed, he would go down in history in this city as. What's the list of guys? The, the Carl Crawfords or the Pablo Sandoval, Pablo Sandoval,
0: Adelius Thomas,
1: Kyrie <laughs> failed. This episode of the Causeway Street Podcast is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Right now, when you head over to clnsmedia.com slash you can sign up for BetOnline.ag, your go-to website for online betting. You enter the promo code CLNS50, and you'll get a 50% cashback bonus on your first deposit when you bet online with BetOnline.ag. Right now, betonline.ag has plenty of opportunities for you to win money, including a collection of prop bets where you can really come up big. One of them actually has to do with Zion Williamson, Sean. I would love to hear your take on this. Betonline.ag right now has him averaging 18 points per game throughout his rookie season. You can take that bet right now and win big when you bet online with betonline.ag. Yeah, which side of that bet are you taking, Sean?
0: Hammer the under. Damn it, Yeah?
1: Yeah,
0: man. By a lot? By a lot.
1: Oh, boy. I'm thinking
0: 13 to 12 for
1: Zion rookie year. Either way, you can win some money right now. Head over to clnsmedia.com slash causeway. That's clnsmedia.com slash causeway. A minimum deposit of $25 is required to qualify for the bonus. You enter the promo code CLNS50, you'll get a 50% cashback bonus. On that twenty-five dollar deposit, please see BetOnline's general rules for additional terms and condition regarding the bonuses. Another thing that did surprise me. Um,
0: first off, let's let's talk about two two crazy things that happened in free agency. The two biggest things that I took away from free agency. First off, we talked about the Knicks, so that this is definitely number two and number three. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about the Nets, right? Uh,
1: the second biggest thing, the. Fuck is going on in New York? <laughs> <The Knicks. laughs> come on, man. They got Julius Randle, man. Julius Randle about to come up. I think. I told you he's going to New York. I called it. So I think that everyone's overreacting there. What do you mean overreacted? I
0: think they're going to be fine. I think the Knicks are going to be at like the playoffs this year.
1: And bow in the first round? They're tired yeah, of that, Sean. They probably will.
0: That. They probably will. But I think, like, you got Julius Randle. You have RJ Barrett. You have Kevin Knox. You added a bunch love Kevin Knox. of veterans. I do love Kevin Knox. Good player. You added a bunch of veterans. Locker room guys. I don't and you have Dennis Smith Jr. and Frank Nicola Tucker, whatever the <laughs> hell the guy's name is. Point guards, passing point guards, scoring point guard. You got a guy that can score now. You got two young wings. You got some veteran presence. And they're not gonna they're not gonna change the world there, but they have something good going. Like they're still going to fuck this shit up, though. You know they are. They always do. They always do. But I just I just think that everyone saying, like, oh, yeah, yeah," the Knicks had high hopes. Great. So did a lot of teams. Mm. They didn't end up that bad. They're not. I, I actually applaud the Knicks because if you look at this Kawhi sweepstakes, guess who's fucked? Out of the three teams he could go to, the Lakers are going to be okay. If he goes to the Lakers, though. Toronto, and the Darling Clippers are fucked. All the free agents are gone. All the free agents are gone. Kawhi literally is destroying either one or two franchises just by waiting. And all the free agents are gone now? Like, the Clippers can't build a team now.
1: <laughs> literally, who, wh- what are they going to do? <laughs> Who's left? The, no one. Like, <laughs> what are they going to do? Like, if Kawhi doesn't go to the Clippers... See, that's why him and Kyrie should have teamed up with the Clippers saying, man. and Doc. That's that's what I wanted to see happen. Damn, I just think I just that's think this, the question now.
0: this free agency has been pretty pretty wild.
1: It's crazy, man. Yeah. All right, Joel joins us here on the Causeway Street Podcast. What's going on, Joel man? Where are you, man? What we'll, we'll put what up, hands up. You? you by the water or something? you in the woods. I
2: am in the middle of nowhere, bunch of mountains, and not a single soul other than me and my family. Um no, I'm kidding. I'm in fucking New Hampshire. No, you know. Not not that far from you guys.
0: Are you at the uh the hotel where uh the Shining was filmed?
2: <laughs> uh, I passed by there. I passed by there. Okay. And all, and all of a sudden all of a sudden it just got really dark and it just started raining and then after we passed it good like 2 minutes later sunny again. The good thing is it's like when it, it, it's been it's been hot but it's not humid. So it's whatever the temperature is, that's what it is. It doesn't feel hotter or or you know, it's not like that muggy heat. None of that. It's just, it's just been nice. Yeah, I man. Nice that,
0: little-
1: that's how weather works, bro. I mean, that's how it's that's how it's been over here too. But you know, it's about to get really muggy soon.
0: Guys, we're in, we're in tw- one state up. We're having the same weather. <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> just because your Wells outside, the weather isn't different. Like you're just sitting outside. That's it. Well,
1: how, how's your, how's your Wi-Fi service been? Because you know, there's a lot going on in the NBA, man. I'm sure you've been up to date with everything. But I mean, what's been the most surprising? Uh, free agent signing in, in your opinion that, you, that you've that you seen the last couple of days, uh,
2: in the NBA or just uh,
1: no, Celtics? In, guys? In, yeah, of course, man. Not just Celtics, just in general.
2: In general, um, I think, uh, Julius Randle going to the Knicks that's a that's a that's quite a shocker, I gotta say. I didn't think anybody would go to the Knicks, huh? never mind Julius Randle. No, I'm just
1: kidding.
0: That, that was the only prediction <laughs> I got right. Yeah, but, that's right. Right. I swear it was 0 for 18. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: one for seven or something like
0: that. <laughs> that was bad. We got to about no, no, got, seven before
1: but before Sean and Tim started screaming about Beverly and Marcus Smart. But yeah, we got about seven or eight free agents, maybe? Something like that.
2: Uh, no, I'll say I'll say that Jimmy Butler to the Miami thing. That's kinda that's the that's I came out of, literally came out of left field. That's true. I I just feel like I feel like Jimmy Butler he, he really he's really, really full of himself. And he's like, Nope, don't want to play with young guys. Don't want to be, you know, a second or the third scoring option. I want to be the man, even if it's on a shitty team. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna get paid, and I'm gonna be the guy. That's what mm. he, that's what he wants. But he's just not, he just doesn't have the guy talent, in my opinion.
0: I, I think he's gonna be. I didn't, I think he's gonna be fine in, in Miami.
2: Alongside who, Deion Waiters?
0: No, just you know, doing his whole Chicago Bulls thing. Nah, to Miami. Look at him on the Miami... Bulls. Look at him on the Bulls. He brought him to the playoffs, pretty much.
2: Yeah, but he's not the guy. He's not the guy. He could have. He could have. He could have done something He could have done something really, really special in uh in Philly. Not that Philly. Not that Philly got worse. Well, I think I think Philly's pretty pretty good right now. Well, yeah, I was,
1: just, I was just gonna say, Sean and I got into a conversation <laughs> about Philly, and and that's the biggest reason why he doesn't think that they can come out of the East this year, or, or at least they don't have a shot. Is because they lost Jimmy Butler. I think really? this team got better because now they have Al Horford. Mm-hmm. I I think defensively, all of a sudden this team in the East. Can pretty much stop anyone, you know, in, in their tracks. That defensive tandem of Al Horford and Joel Embiid, I think, is going to make a lot of. It's going to prevent teams from scoring 100 points a lot throughout the course of the regular season. Yeah, no,
0: and, and they're going to average 78 points a night. <laughs> no, they, they just do went not. down two points from my last. Prediction. See,
1: Sean thinks that Al Horford. They want Al Horford to be like a 25 point scorer, which is obviously not the case in my opinion.
0: Joel, tell me, tell me who they will rely on to score the basketball. <laughs>
2: Uh well well yeah I mean yeah, Sean has a point I mean they're not gonna score seventy eight points but I see what you're saying I, I, yeah
1: because uh, it's not 1992 really. Who, <laughs> you know,
0: they they have Jesus. a team they have a team that would thrive in 1984
2: <laughs> no I think I think um I think they got they got better shooting wise than Al Horford you know we, we've seen Al the last three years and um uh, my, his name escapes me at the moment the the one that the, was part of signing trade that's that's coming over from Miami it's a good it's a good three point shooter as well. Pretty much, you lost one shooter, but they gained two sh- two more shooters. And pretty much, what I'm what I'm what I'm what I'm getting at. So yeah. they'll, they'll have their offense, and uh, you know, and and, and Joel and B, he's gonna he's going to get better. You know, joking aside, with all you know the crying faces mm-hmm. that we've seen uh, you know in the last month or so, he is going to get better offensively, and that includes shooting better from the outside as well.
1: So, sure. So your your two best shooters, Josh on the- Richardson, by the way, Joel. Yeah,
0: thank yeah. you. <laughs> and he and he he can't really shoot neither. He's sort of he's sort of a slasher scorer.
1: No, you had a pretty good shooting year last year, though. All right. Your, yes, yes.
0: Your two best, your two best three point shooters are um, six ten and seven feet tall. That's well, a. big mean, <laughs> a of success.
2: They did resign Tobias Harris. What, we forgot about Tobias. You know, Tobias is not a shooter. He doesn't. He, he's not
0: a scorer. No, Yo,
1: thank guy. you, man. But you can't trust. See, Sean Joe forgets well, you know what Tobias can't... Harris did last year, especially throughout the first, for like real? first couple of what two, three months. He was one of the best scores in the NBA.
0: Sure, and a... then he then he flamed out like he does every single year. Tobias Harris is is great, borderline great, for two months of a season, and then he reverts to about a. Fifteen to eighteen point score, which fine, yeah, but, I get. Yeah. That's not bad, but it's not. You don't have you don't have somebody on the team like I'm sorry, like Ben Simmons is your second best player. And he's going to average about ten points a game. Joel Embiid yeah, can but, average thirty five points a game, and they're still not going to score over seventy points next year. But this is this is the same. These are the same two guys you,
2: that you just mentioned that you said were finals contenders, and you lose Jimmy Butler, an injury prone, you know, semi superstar. That now you're now you're gonna get more shots to Tobias Harris, and you have Al Horford who's gonna do what his what Al Horford does. So I think that I think and my and, and looking at this whole the team as and, and as a whole, I think I think they got better defensively, and they've got they have they have shooters now, and they're not done. They're gonna they're gonna keep signing signing more more you know low key free agents that 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 will that will help them along the way.
0: From last year's team, the reason why I was so high on them last year was because of Jimmy Butler. Joel Embiid obviously. Joel Embiid's one of the Joel Embiid's like the second best center in the league behind Anthony Davis. Easy. Ben Simmons can can do can play a role. But for that team to be successful, you need scorers and you need lights out scorers that can take over when it matters. Now, say what you want about Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler's that guy. Jimmy Butler likes to take over the game at the end of the end of the game. All right, and you saw it in the playoffs. He was their best scorer in the playoffs. Him and JJ Redick were their two best offensive players consistently throughout the playoffs.
2: That's false. That's false. Joel Embiid was. Joel Embiid was way better than fucking, than Jimmy Butler. You know, if it wasn't for Joel Embiid, they wouldn't have been even in that game seven against Toronto.
0: Joel Embiid was streaky during the playoffs.
2: Yeah, he was streaky during the playoffs. You know, jo- I'm
0: saying of- consistently, <laughs> Jimmy Butler was the better player and Jimmy Butler was the best player on that Philadelphia 76ers team throughout the entire playoffs. Say what you will about Ben Simmons' triple-doubles, Jimmy Butler was the best player on that team. I think you take that guy out, you take off their best shooter, now you're looking at instead of what I thought, argue, I mean, we saw in the playoffs, they took Toronto's in 7 games and were two bounces <laughs> away from making it to the Eastern Conference Finals. They were the second what you be, They were the second best, best team. Mean. They were the second best team in the East last, last year in my opinion. This year I think that they moved down a couple of pegs. I think they do. They're not going to be able to score the basketball like they, like they struggled last year to score the basketball with Jimmy Butler and JJ Reddick. This year, they're going to struggle again, even more. All
1: right, well, let's transition to what the Southers did because it's, you know, of course this is the Southers podcast guys. You got to all this Philly talk over here. All of a sudden Philly's like Al- dominate like yeah. 10, 15, 20 minutes of this podcast. Blame out. Al- Danny Ainge addressed the front court issues. The last couple of days here um, signing a Nes using the mid-level exception uh, you also saw them go out and sign um, or bring back, I should say, Daniel Tice. And then they went out and signed a um a, a French big man, Vincent Portier, to a two-year contract. He's more of a defensive-minded big as opposed to someone like a Inez Cancer. Of course, one guy hasn't proven himself much in the NBA or at all, I should say. The other one has. Joel, where do you fall in this conversation of the sense that the Celtics are not going to be the best defensive team or at least the defensive team that they were last year? And what kind of problem does that pose for this team that's trying to remain one of the top teams in the Eastern Conference?
2: Well, I mean, considering the money that they had to spend, and it was which wasn't much, I think they made out. They made they made they made out the best that they could, given given the situation. I know Sean is upset that Demarcus Cousins is not in green.
0: Hey, we're not there yet. The, we're not closing the book on that.
2: But Danny Ainge, <laughs> Danny Ainge. Is not a huge fan of Demarcus Cousins. If he was, this, he would have been in green years ago. And you're right. It's yeah, yeah, I guess the door isn't closed, so to speak, because no one is, no one is barking or, or knocking at at Demarcus Cousins' door right now. So I mean, it's something could just eventually just be like, you know what? Yeah, let's, let's let's give him the bare minimum, man. Let's give him a, let's, let's, let's let's give a shot with this guy. But Sean, the last few weeks have been has been trying to compare his plan, which is kind of falling apart. Well, actually, no, it's falling apart and the, the San fuck, Antonio ben? Spurs and San Antonio Spurs. We'll get that in a sec. Mean, let, me, let, me make, let me make my point. And the San Antonio Spurs. What did the San Antonio Spurs do better than any other team in the NBA? Found those they Euro out, stars. Exactly. They go out and they scout Euro players like nobody's business. And Danny's been trying to do this kind of kind of doing the same thing. He's, 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 he's struck out with uh, Yabu. He's, he's, you know, I mean, Tyson's an undersized, you know, center. Um, who else? Who else is he? I mean, I, there's there's been a couple of guys. I mean, I mean, Zizic didn't really didn't really play or pan out. He was part of the uh, the Kyrie trade. Uh, you say Yabu? I no, Zizic. Yeah, said Yabu.
1: Well, yeah, Yabu is from he's from overseas.
2: Um, <laughs> yeah, I remember when you he know, got
1: drafted. Everyone was like, "Who? First round? <laughs> Who's this dude?" I remember in the
2: middle. I remember in the middle of the of the his his first year or the only year where he was the it uh, was a drafting <laughs> stash. And he was, and he showed up to one of the Celtics playoff games, and the place went insane, the TD Garden, because he just happened to be in the building. And I was like, "Oh, okay, so maybe there's there's, there's something about this guy that I don't know about, but that's yet to be seen." So there there, there goes that. So I, again, we don't know. At least I don't know about uh, this Vincent signing right now, and what's that gonna what's that gonna do? Um, you got uh, you got Taco here, who's what seven six.
0: <laughs> Let's not talk yeah. about taco, man. That's, a, yeah. that's you a know what I mean. Show. Seven sixties.
2: No, you got Robert seven, Williams.
1: Talk about, about a draft. This, talk yeah. about a draft and stash. Yeah, I'll talk yeah.
2: About, I'll, I like I like this dude so far for what I've seen. Like you know his his his, his the hype around this guy. <laughs> and it's not like it's not like crazy hype, but Grant Williams. And I know oh, again he's another yes. undersized dude, but I feel like you know maybe he can he can make a difference and come in there and 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 offensively more polished than Robert Williams because everyone, everyone everyone I feel like. Everyone's like, oh, it's time Lord's, it's, it's 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 he's gonna shine this year because of, you know, the the it's kinda thin in the front court. But I I still think he still needs no pun intended, but he still needs some more time to to get to where he's supposed to be at. So I, I so that's all so it's it's the young guys. It's up to the young guys to come and kind of step in there and and make a difference, so to speak. And and with and with Cancer, Canter's the double double guy. I, I don't I don't I see a lot of uh backlash because of the because of the signing, but you know, he wasn't supposed to be available at fucking five million a season. He he could he could have gone somewhere else and gotten a lot you know, double that for what he's done in his eight years in the league. So for him to choose to come to come to Boston, I know he only has six minutes to make the decision to stay in Portland or, or, or go elsewhere. So he chose wisely. But I think Cantor is gonna is gonna is gonna continue his double-double, you know, performances that he's, that he's known for. So that's, there, there's that. No one's going to replace Al Horford, obviously. I mean, you can, I, don't, I don't think you can even find, like, a, a, a Baines type of, like, dirty nose, you know, getting, getting in there and doing the gritty, the nitty-gritty things as well. You may not have
0: the intangibles for, uh, to replace Al Horford with Cantor, but you'll get the numbers. Yeah, you'll get the same. You'll get the same stats.
1: i not going to get the same yeah. stats. Get out of here, man. What? Al Horford would stuff the stat sheet in every statistical category. OK, OK. And as Kane, I'm gonna... talking about points and rebounds. And as Kane, not going to po- dish yeah, out, out of rebound, eight or yeah. seven Point of, assists. Points and
0: rebounds. Right? Points and rebounds. Fine. Mm-hmm. Points and right. rebounds. Rebound, yeah. but, he's I mean,
1: not gonna... but for a big man, that's what you normally expect from your big He's, man, he's right? not going to shoot 38 percent from behind the arc. Like, he's not. No, no,
0: no. Are
1: you
0: crying over there? He's
2: in the paint, man. He's in the paint. Jesus.
1: <laughs> I can't believe you just said that right now. Joel, Sway needs a minute, man.
0: He's going to be the same stats as Al Horford. Are you crazy? Yeah, he will. He'll put the same points and rebounds. As, he'll put more points and rebounds up than, than Al Horford did.
1: Oh, so he's going to put out 16, 17 points. If that happens, what did, what did then out, this team is in serious trouble. What did Al average last year? 15 points.
0: All right, so he'll put up 15. Or 14, he'll put whatever. up 15 and 9.
1: Okay, all right. Anyways, moving on. Uh, Joel, <laughs> you didn't get a chance to react to the Kemba Walker news, so we're going to give you the floor here with that. Um, what does this signing mean for the Boston Celtics? This is a signing that Danny Ainge was the primary target heading into free agency. We heard rumblings you know, a, a week before the start of free agency or a few days before. And before the actual start, it was pretty much – seemed like it was set in stone in terms of all the reports saying that he had already called Charlotte, said he was committed to the Celtics. Then after uh, Sunday came out the uh, Players' Tribune article – uh, he said his goodbyes, said his thank yous to the Charlotte organization, and then got right to business in the sense of giving the Boston Celtics fans what they wanted to hear in the sense of saying i 'm your guy i 'm the leader, this is my time, and this is going to be a fun era in boston what is your what's your take on it and what's your reaction to uh, seeing Kemba walker and in, 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 in green and white
2: when they like the initial reports uh, or the rumblings so to speak uh, came out of uh, that the celtics were were you know in the running for like kemba walker to come to boston i was thinking uh how much of how much of this is really true because i just i just figured he was a loyal guy and and he really did want to stay in charlotte but charlotte really lowballed him because they could have offered at least you know like
0: a good like 190 uh, 190. million dollars they could have 190 mil
2: yeah 190 but he was willing to take like 175 and they wouldn't go above like 160 so he's like what the fuck like i could imagine him thinking, like, first of all, you guys could offer me the Supermax, which is over 200 mil. 220. And, and I was willing to take, like, 175. And you're like, nah, 160. That's, that's, our, that's our final offer. So he's like, I can take 20, 20 less mil to go to a, a, a winning franchise. Now, you know, I, I get it. They've only won one, one championship in the Celtics in, in, in over a decade. But still, like, this is an, a, a storied franchise and it was a no-brainer for him to 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 not even consider going anywhere else except for the Celtics. You know, he, he really didn't want to stay in Charlotte, so he, Charlotte pretty much forced him out, which was stupid. But anyways, that aside, he comes. He, he's come. He's he, he comes here. He he gets a he gets a fresh start, so to speak. But at the same time, I'm I'm gonna go, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring back you know the the Sean's plan kind of failing here because I feel like the Celtics. Don't trust Jason Tatum 100 percent to be the number one guy. So they saw an opportunity to to get a, a, an All Star and 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 someone that's that's let's face it, he's 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 pretty close to Kyrie as as you can get, you know, talent wise, without the with, without the uh, you know the headaches. But at the same time, he can help the young guys develop and make another run, make another run in the in, in, in the at the East in the in the playoffs. And you know, depending on what Kawhi Leonard does, I think it puts the Celtics right there in you know at least top three, top four in the East again. That's just me.
0: How do you compare that? That's a stretch to compare Kemba being signed to the organizational distrust to Jason Tatum. How the hell did you even get there? Because
2: your plan was to have uh, Terry Rozier run the run the run the run the point. And they and they were they were like no, we don't. If we have an opportunity to get another superstar, why not?
0: Listen and, and not, so, and not have, so hold and on, hold that. on. Let, let let's stop right there because Sean's plan pretty much got blown up from my original prediction when Al Horford decided to weasel his way out of Boston. <laughs> exactly. So then, <laughs> so, when that so hold out. on, hold on. Though, but no, no, but no, no. it's I the same. Not. But it's the same type it, of thing. I, You're bringing in. You hold can't. On, you hold hold can't. On, hold on. No, hold, hold, on, on. hold on. No, 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 you, you hold on. <laughs> no, 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 hold, you on, on, hold on, hold on. You can't bring in, this is my hold fucking on. plan, man, all right? No, no, <laughs> it's not your plan. This is not your plan. You can't you bring admit, in, you can't expect Tatum to win to admit, with no one else.
2: Admit, you have to admit that they could have used that money and saved it. And done what? To give your boy an extension next season, or even Jason They can still Carl, do that. Or even Jalen Brown.
0: What? They, they can still do that. Him. They can still sign Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. They'll be fine. They're yeah, their own free agents. They'll fit under the cap. They'll be fine.
2: Then still want another superstar because right, there is because another superstar lost, on the team.
0: They lost Al. So you can't, you can't expect in a in a in a in an NBA where you have to have three legit players to pretty much compete nowadays. You can't expect them to just be like, oh, we lost Kyrie and Al Horford. Yeah, go ahead, okay. Jason. That's year three. Go ahead. You're Take us to the promised land. You need. You still need to put pieces around Jason Tatum, which I think is what they're doing. This to me tells this is me not, that this is not
2: Jason Tatum's, This is not Jason Tatum's team, bro. This is Kemba Walker's team. No, this is and Jason Tatum. This and Jason will, Tatum. If Jason Tatum would be lucky if he if he plays the way he's supposed to play in year three to be the second guy after Kemba Walker. All
0: right, so you know what? I'll even give that to you, but maybe that's for a year. By next year, by the, what, by what the talking about? We're the second year, talking
2: about like year, we're not talking about year two or three of your supposed plan. I'm talking about this season coming up. Yeah, top. this
0: season, it's it's going to be Jason Tatum's team. Like everything around this team is building around Tatum to lead this team in the future, which is exactly what I wanted them to do. So like, I I I, I don't I don't really care about the Sean's plan thing. Like, yeah, it would have been nice if I predicted it perfectly, but that was fucking, you know. Impossible
1: to do. So you're essentially just subbing out Al Horford and putting Kevin Walker.
0: And putting Kevin Walker. And it's another right. max guy. And then you build it around. Like, you, you're not. The, the thing is, Joel, let, let's remember here. Let's go over this. What are the two biggest pieces of Sean's plan? <laughs> Brad Stevens and Jason Tatum. So I love the Kemba signing. I think it makes up for a huge gap. You don't have to pay Rozier now. You don't have You, you bring in another max guy. Now that Horford's gone, you're able to bring in a couple other pieces here. You build with young guys with a solid core. You're you're right back where you need to be.
2: Okay, so let me ask you this: What if Kemba Walker got offered what he was supposed to get offered in Charlotte? Who uh, who else would the Celtics gonna go gonna go after? Well, I you think didn't the want Celtics. You not you not want, want you didn't want Busevich, did you? you no, didn't want Celtics. Busevich?
0: Celtics would have been fucked. Celtics would have been fucked. Al would have <laughs> fucked the Celtics over because then well, you no. are looking at at a four to five year re- rebuild. I think because. It's not going to – it wouldn't impede Tatum. It wouldn't impede Brown. It wouldn't do anything like that. But if Al leaves, Kemba stays in Charlotte, Boston – Kemba stays
2: in Charlotte and then it was Terry Rozier that was going to get signed. You would have been okay with that, Terry Rozier, Jason Tatum?
0: Yo, what I'm saying is that team would have been scrappy, good, okay, not going to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals or anything like that because you lose Al Horford. But what it really would hurt – is Boston's image across the league. So when you are trying to build pieces around Tatum, now you're looking at a place where Kyrie and Horford left and they couldn't get a free agent, right? Mm-hmm. That kills everything you're going to be trying to build in the future. So smart move by Danny. It works. <laughs> they're they're keeping their young core. They're going to be competitive. I think that's that's the best the best thing that you could offer. That's the best Yeah, thing that's that and that's
2: for. yeah, and I completely agree with that. But at the same time they had to get someone like Kemba Walker because they weren't gonna. They, Jason Tatum is not ready to run this squad like you think he is. You right watch.
0: now. No, I I think he's gonna. Like I told Sway, I told Sway earlier, he's gonna be a top ten player in the Eastern Conference this year. He's gonna be an All Star. He's gonna make that year three leap. Like it. it I, I am. I am strong. I am one hundred percent confident in that.
1: I uh, mean, like I said, man, if he, if he's going to be that star, this is the year. You know, you look at what Paul Pierce did in year three. That was the year that quote-unquote snubbed from the All-Star team, quote from Shaquille Neal. He's the motherfucking truth is the reason why he got that nickname. Year three was the year that Kobe Bryant became a 20-point scorer. You know, that's the year where perennial All-Stars or superstars, if you will, make that leap into 20-point territory, perennial All-Star, you know, start the beginning of being a friend all-star begins they will either get
0: snubbed year three or make the all-star
1: right right and if they if they do get snubbed it's the following year where they're they're an all-star yep. for, for for good
0: and you know what i could i could say like just imagine us growing up watching paul Pierce in year three with this supporting cast Mm. Imagine that. Yeah. Imagine if as, years... As,
1: instead, of like, instead of having Brian but, Stith. And,
0: yeah, and Vitaly Potapico <laughs> was a rookie. Potapico, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't even know who the hell was on that who's team. Who was on that old one I mean, Tuan team. was still there. Tuan yeah, was still Tuan there. was still
1: there. Who was in all one Yeah, yeah. It was That was before they made that trade. This is before O two. 2 This is before they made the playoffs. This, was this before is before Tony Doug and Rodney This, Rogers, is, this is the final year Rick Pitino we're talking about. Yeah, so it was yeah. a very different... Uh, situation going, but I'm, on I'm just
0: saying, if you had that, if you had type that type of supporting cast around Pierce that early on in his career, I mean, I don't want to cre- don't want to compare Jason Tatum to Paul Pierce because that's, that's well, I just mean I get the, an, the career a, a arc, perennial right? All Star yeah. in general. Like yeah. this is
1: when they make that leap.
0: But I just think, like looking at that, like that that would be that is that would we would look back and say that would have been awesome, and that's what we're going into right now. Mm. You have a budding superstar, you have two perennial All Stars. Thor Hayward, well,
1: you know, was a perennial. Um, I think he's the most important player on this team right yeah.
0: now. And I, I think you you brought in some good pieces, and, you know, you have a bunch of young guys. Like, I think the way this roster is built, not only does it hit you up for success this year, but also success going forward for a very long time, which I think is exactly what I, I was hoping for. So if well. I if I knew Kevin was going to be available, I probably would have, you know, if we had known Al Horford was going to leave and... and by the way, you guys are giving Al a complete pass on this. Like, just to, to explain, really? that to really? me. explain that to me. Really? Yeah. Really?
2: Yo, yeah, wait, you're not, you, you still. You still don't realize. So I brought this up during uh, the NBA draft during our, our live broadcast. Or, or, no, or like, you
1: know, no, you know, no, 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 no. You brought this up before that. I think it was a week before this. But go ahead. Mm-hmm. I know what you're about to
2: say. No, it was during. The, it was during the thing. It Was during the uh, the the, the uh, you know it, NBA it, draft. It really doesn't
0: matter. But what'd you bring up?
2: I brought up that you know cuz that was, that was the same it was like the, the day before that he news out, that right? broke that that he was that he was out that he yeah. was like yeah no. know and I said well maybe is it not it has nothing to do with money maybe the fact that he is he didn't want to play with the young guys cuz he was part of that 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 core that made it through to the Eastern Conference finals the year before you know he was a pretty pretty important player around Terry Brown and and Tatum and maybe it's just like I'm not I'm not I'm not down I'm not down with with, with trying to you know be with these, these these young guys if there's no other you know second superstar that's gonna that's gonna that's gonna come in here so it, I I'm giving him a pass because he's the ultimate professional he could have been while well, everybody was focused on what Kyrie's gonna do next year what's what everyone just assumed oh yeah Horford's just gonna take less money you know rework his deal. And that's going to be, yeah, that's that's you know, that's that's done with. But he's like, no. When you got a team like Philadelphia or any other, you know, finals contender hmm. that's coming to you and offer you $97 million guaranteed for four seasons at age 33, that's kind of hard to fucking walk away from.
1: Yeah, but see, this was the week or week or two before that. You and I were both saying, don't be shocked if Al's not all in on this team because yeah, all yeah, of a yeah, sudden yeah, yeah. they're not a championship yeah. contender. I mean, that was... Exactly. Everyone forgets what that press conference was about when he was introduced as a member of the Boston Celtics. From the very beginning, Al Horford said, I'm making this decision because I see this team going in the right direction in the sense of competing for an NBA title. Whether whether this team pans out in the next couple of years in the sense of competing for uh, a trip to the Eastern Conference Finals is one thing that you can argue about. But championship level? This team isn't there. So I'm not faulting Al for wanting out because Al Horford's been chasing a ring ever since he came to Boston, and this isn't what he signed up
0: for. Yeah, but I mean, realistically, too, though, like when Al came to Boston, they weren't a championship contender.
1: They weren't, but he knew that A, they had cap space, and B, whether they got Kevin Durant or not, I think Al Horford saw the direction in this team in the sense that they had cap space, they had the draft picks, and they had Isaiah Thomas. I mean, I think those three were the most attractive. Parts of be, of of signing with the Celtics,
2: yeah. and Plus, the summer after he came was going to be a big free agency year, and the Celtics were all in on one, at least one signing, one key signing, and Horford would have helped to to get that guy, which happened to be at you know Gordon Hayward, you know, prior to his injury.
0: Do you right. think? Do you think that Al left because Danny never traded any of his assets? Mm.
2: No, I think I think a big I think a big part of it was. Just the the overall like atmosphere, and then like just I don't know it's like it's like it's like it's just like the air just got lit out of the room with all this stuff towards at the end of the at the after the season ended, and of course, you got this dude, you know Kyrie, all the rumblings are right, he's, he's out he's out, he's out, he's not coming back, you know, everyone's thinking that he's keeping the otherss in the dark, but apparently you know he was talking to Danny the whole time, whatever whatever, so you know horford is probably just thinking like. Yo, if this is, if this is what's going to happen, if Terry's going to, if Terry Rozier is going to run this squad, after all the things he said about the, about the organization, and they're going to have to draft three rookies, and, and more is coming back, and, so he's just like, I got to really consider, like, all my options here.
0: Philly, though? Come on, man. I don't know. Well,
2: I mean, like. Who, where else? Where else is he going to go? Sacramento, Dallas, like those are these are
1: really Yeah, plus you got to Portland? you got to remember too. A lot of the times for these free agents, they it's what have you done lately, right? Exactly. He saw what happened in the playoffs. Name a team that was closer to being the Toronto Raptors than the Philadelphia 76ers. Oh no, no team was, but
0: you guys didn't want to call him a championship contender last year. Uh, but now all of a sudden, Al Horford's there. They're a fucking championship, yeah, championship. Gene, he, he yeah. the,
2: bro. He makes the difference. Have you not been watching Al Horford? Are you that mad at him right now that you have you just forgot the last three seasons of what he did, in the, especially in the playoffs, especially the year, the, especially the season where you, you where you thought that the team was so much better without Kyrie Irving, and you know those nineteen games in the playoffs. Al Horford was was a part of that big time. Sure, they don't they don't be Philly without him. They don't no. be Milwaukee without Al Horford. Yeah, you know
1: man, don't man. worry, Joe. I was getting on him before we got on the phone with you, man. You know he's gonna he's gonna fall in that group of Celtics. Those hypocrite Celtics who are gonna be shitting on Al Horford Listen, next season. I'm not shitting the on same him. ones that were singing his praises the I'm last shitting, three years. I'm
0: not shitting on Al. Al is Al, and Al will be fine down there. But, All right, but that you know what else, team though? that team got worse because you took away. Like that would be like that would be like. you can't take away Jimmy Butler from that team and replace him with Al Horford and think you're going to get the same result or better result. That doesn't make sense. You add Al Horford to a team with Jimmy Butler. Then we're talking. Then we're talking. Then they're in a problem. All right. Two things. When did you become
2: this huge fucking Jimmy Butler guy that all of a sudden, no matter where he goes, you're like, oh yeah, that team is going to be all right with, with him. Yo, bro, Jimmy Butler it's probably on that Kyrie level of thinking, you know, like, oh, it's me or it's nobody else. That's his fucking attitude ever since his, the last couple of years in, 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 in Chicago. He goes, to, he goes to Minnesota, fucks that team up. He comes to Philly, almost fucks this team up because, you know, if it wasn't the fact that he was injured for most of the time, he probably, probably would have messed up the chemistry even more than it got kind of messed up. Yeah, there. You're, you're, making,
0: you're making a stretch here, but go, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead.
2: But, all right, yeah, everything I say is a stretch, right? My second point is, Every championship contender, every team in general, needs someone like Al Horford. So if he thought that he couldn't you know, do it here anymore in Boston, so why not at 33 still go out and try to fucking at least make it to the finals? Can he make it to the finals at least? He can still make it to the finals. It's, it's that whatever. Squad, man, that's going to that's that's
0: be tough people, unless, unless they get a score. The they, need, they need a score. If that team has a scorer, then I'm right there with you guys. I'm just saying that. They got rid of most of their scoring and added Al Horford. That that's that's a tough trait. That's all I'm trying to say. I'm not shitting on Al Horford. I don't know where this is coming from. Yeah, I'm pissed. You just saw the
2: weasel. You just him weasel a little while ago. He weaseled his way out of Boston because it's not part of the He
0: did. He weaseled his way
2: out of he Boston. Didn't, he didn't weasel his way out of Boston. Weaseling his way out of Boston would have say would have been like, Oh yeah, I'm staying in Boston. I'm staying in Boston. I'm staying in Boston. They just leave. He didn't say anything. Everyone just assumed he was oh. gonna do that.
0: Everything I heard from Ali's after the end of the season, he said he wanted to stay in Boston and that uh, this was his number one priority is making making sure it worked. He said he legitimately said that. And I think it says something to go to to, you know, we're going to we're going to crap on Kyrie and we're not going to we're going to crap on Kyrie because Kyrie deserves it. One hundred percent. Right. But you can't. I think it's a little bit. Call him, me the hypocrite Al fan. I think Al's gonna be fine and do his thing. But I mean, we get on players who leave and go to rivals all the time.
2: All right, so let me ask you this: We're just let gonna we're
0: just gonna let Al pass because he decided. Yeah, you know what? I don't wanna. I don't wanna play here. This uh, there's like seven teams that are gonna give me a lot of money, but I'm gonna all go right, so to me... I'm gonna go to a rival of my team. Okay, know. so let me ask
2: let me let me ask you this. The money that he's getting from Philly, you would have been okay with that if he if he stayed with the Celtics.
0: Um, no, I'd rather have Kemba.
2: No, I'm just saying though, like no Kemba. Kemba aside, if we forget we, maybe if we, if before we even you know thought the Celtics could get Kemba, and yeah. they were like, all right, Kyrie's gone. All right, we're gonna we're gonna try to get, we're gonna make sure that that Al Horford comes back, and probably Terry's gonna be so at 100 and what is it 112? I mean 97 is guaranteed, but I don't know the rest of it. Let's uh, call it 100.
0: <laughs> let's call it 25 mil. All right. 100,
2: 100, 100 mil. 100 mil. You would have you been all right with him coming back for 100 mil?
0: I think, uh, yeah, because that would have given you about 6 mil extra in cap space. And at the time, you know, we were wondering where they were going to fill out the roster. They they would have had, you know, you've had to re-sign Terry and then and use that extra cap space that I would have given you. I mean, I don't know. It's, it wouldn't have been the worst thing in the world, I think. Right. I I right. I would have been
2: I would have been, been fine with it. I would have been fine with it. I would have you know, been cool with it too. There's a lot of people that. There's a lot of people that said like you know that 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 are that are on the uh fine. Fuck it, you know. Bye, Al. You know I'm not paying I'm, you. I'm not saying no, I'm not pay.
0: saying that. Like that's the I okay. Maybe I call him a weasel. Well, maybe maybe I shouldn't have called you said
1: him. He this way out. I didn't that's call him not, a weasel. not calling somebody right. a weasel.
0: Okay, good. But it's just it's sort of it's like if we're gonna be so hard on Kyrie, we can like Al. But still be pissed that he went to a fucking rival of I'm the Celtics. I'm not, happy.
2: I'm not happy about it, but at the same time, I understand it. I'm not happy. I'm not like,
0: oh, but I also roof
2: of the fucking Sixers. Well, I also don't I think that it. all
0: of a sudden we have to say that they're a championship contender because they lost their two best scores and had a guy like Al Horford, who's age thirty. When it comes to
2: the East, when it comes to the East, there are two again, depending on where, what Kawhi is gonna do. There's two or three teams in the East that can legitimately make it to the finals, and I think Philly's one of them. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Yeah,
1: Philly, Milwaukee, and Toronto. I don't don't think you can put Boston in that. That's what I'm saying. You can't put Boston in that conversation. Yeah, they are. They're not in that conversation.
2: Yes, they are. If Toronto loses loses Kawhi, then it's it's Philly and Milwaukee. That's it. It's a two-team battle. That's all it is.
0: Boston is going to have a better team than Philly this year, hands down. I, I guarantee that.
2: All right. I mean, I I can't believe that you you know just just losing Jimmy Butler makes him not a, a final contender. Yep. And Redick,
0: and Redick in And Reddick.
2: Oh wow, Redick. Okay, forgot about him.
0: All right, um, Joel, don't get eaten by a bear. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: you still got four more. We got four more days. Yeah, we got a few more days left over there. I got a few so. more.
0: I got I got
2: a, I got a few more days. Uh, the good thing is there's no rain because the first couple of days there was rain. There was one the the <laughs> Second day I was here, torrential downpours, like a hurricane winds. I was like, all right, I oh think no. I'm just gonna just pack up and get the fuck out of here. But I stuck it out. <laughs> he
0: I just bailed on day one. <laughs>
2: yeah, like I like I I stuck it out and you know I I you know I, I make sure my tent was you know in in the ground so it's not gonna move anywhere. So so far it's been good. And the rest of the week, no more rain. So I'm good.
1: I'm happy. <laughs> You're happy. in the clear.
2: I'm in the clear. I'm in the freaking clear. All
1: right, bro. Have a great uh, 4th of July, man. We'll get you back in here next week, and we'll, uh, we'll carry on this conversation, man.
2: All right, man. Happy 4th of July to everyone out there, and uh, make sure you fucking go to CausewayStreet.com. Street.com oh for all your news.
1: Still <laughs> doing plugs. <laughs> oh, oh, hey, wait. Joel,
0: Joel, before you go. Yeah, yeah. All right. I say we scrap the Causeway Street t-shirt ideas, and we make fuck Kyrie t-shirts instead. What do you think?
2: Nah, yo, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd be the I'm fucking potty pooper this whole thing, that. man. <laughs> I'm, not on that. I'm not on that. Look, look, look. I'll tell you this. I'll tell. I'll, and then this, this will be this will be off the record. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you my 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 two cents about this whole shit, right? And um, you know, you know how I feel about you know. I'm not. I'm not one of those that blames Kyrie 100. percent Yeah, he's he has he has some of the, the 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 blame and the and the and the blame pie. But the only thing I'm I'm pissed about is is the just the fact that he he never considered you know staying here. That's that's all I'm pissed about. You know what I'm saying? So, I, I and the end of the day, I feel like him and him and after realizing that the Nets are about to fucking sign both these dudes, uh, uh, KD. This could have been a this could have been a plan from since they were playing you know USA basketball back in 2016. The same way that LeBron, you know Chris Bosh and and Dwayne Wade playing this like three years in advance they, they could have been doing the same thing so for all i know yeah they did this, this, this was just waiting this was just waiting to happen you know three years in advance yeah, whatever
0: right, but you so, know Kemba uh, come, i'm gonna stop
2: coming here i'm shocked i'm shocked that you know that the subs South, the were even in that running but charlotte if charlotte didn't treat him like shit again once again danny age swoops in when when a superstar gets treated like crap and just wants out and he's like oh well we come over here so
0: good for him for pulling
1: that off, I right, man, I'm gonna print those T-shirts. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'll keep the profits to myself. All right, Joel, we'll see you next week, man. All right, fellas, uh, be well. All right, we're up out of here. That's it. Not debating. There's been a lot. Of, there's
0: been a lot of hostility today on the podcast.
1: I mean, today, last episode. Man, I don't know what's
0: going on, man. Everyone's, you can't get
1: along with anybody, Sean.
0: I don't know why everyone's so
1: mad at me. We were getting along that. nicely before Joel got on the phone. Yeah, man. We're getting along nicely before. Tim brought up Marcus Smart and Patrick and Beverly Beverly oh, Jesus. And all of a sudden you guys are shouting at each other and
0: Yeah man, I gotta I gotta get off this 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 is like two straight episodes, man.
1: Nah I like it, keep it going. All right.